This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And it's so good to be back. You listeners didn't know we had gone anywhere, Ooh. but... We've we've had to postpone like three tapings because I got like the flu slash the apocalypse. Molly got the flu apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I I hear just all kinds of disgusting things have been happening that I'm so glad I, I wasn't I've there been for. Keeping Matthew uh, thoroughly apprised of the color of my sputum. <laughs> Never have I been more pleased that we're not actually married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, the topic of this week's show is sandwiches. And uh, I guess we should call it like favorite sandwiches because we, we've talked yeah. about some sandwiches before. We did grilled cheese. We mm-hmm. did banh mi. Mm-hmm. But this one, so this was this was suggested by um, a bunch of listeners, including Jonathan, Kristen, and Allegra. Thanks, Jonathan, Kristen, and Allegra. We um, we just ate a really delicious sandwich. And I think we, we owe you for uh, suggesting that we eat some kind of delicious sandwich, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a real, you, you put a lot of work into that, Thanks. suggesting that we eat a sandwich, which I had to make. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh-huh. listeners. Yep, yep, yep. You so, know, I think we should do, you know, when we take our show on the road someday. Oh, yeah. I think we should have readers, like, and by readers, I mean listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have us in for uh, for food that they cook, and then we'll do a show critiquing that food. Oh, yeah. That that would be super popular. We would so get hosted popular. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Also, we'd be poisoned after the first one. I think so. I but mean, it would d- be so fun. That first one would be so fun. Oh, yeah. That'd be that'd be great. And then we'd die. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, we're not going to cover everything about sandwiches on this episode. I think of this as being sort of like the, the day of perfect meals of sandwiches, maybe. <sighs> And I should also say that that we had a listener, Kate, who kind of put it this way. Yeah. If you were going to get a tattoo of a sandwich, which sandwich would you choose? And I think that's a great way to uh, narrow the old focus. It is, except that when I started talking about this with, with Kate, who's a friend of mine, um, I, I quickly realized that like the sandwiches that make the best tattoos aren't necessarily your favorite sandwiches to eat. That's true. Like a Dagwood sandwich would be a tremendous tattoo, but who possibly wants to eat a Dagwood right. sandwich? Does anyone ever eat a Dagwood sandwich? Is, no. it, is it Dagwood? Yeah. Okay. Dagwood does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dagwood. Yeah. Dagwood does a lot of jobs that the rest of us won't do. Um, like 
mm-hmm. uh, put up put up with with Blondie's nagging. Am I right? Oh God, the, the old ball and chain. Yep. Oof. Boy, that cartoon has aged well. It's a regular Lockhorns. Uh, okay, so. How do we want to structure this? Should we, should we like go back and forth? You you name a sandwich and say why you like it. I name a sandwich and say why I like it. I think that's a great way to. I go pass about you a it. note and says say do you like this sandwich? Yes, no. Check this box. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> I didn't make up any notes though. Oh, I I didn't either, and I'm I I my lineup has been like uh, changing, metamorphosizing, like up to the last minute. Me too. Me too. In fact, okay, so I- I'll start. In the car on the way over here, I was remembering a period when I was a teenager when I was really into going to the crappy bagel shop near my, you know, the chi- CBS. childhood house. The crappy bagel shop, yes, yeah. CBS, and ordering a bagel with corned beef and mustard. Nice. And boy, that I am here to say, I think that is still a favorite sandwich of mine. I mean, anything with corned beef and mustard, but I feel like a bagel is sort of the classic for me. Did this bagel shop have a name that was something like uh, New York's Best Bagels? <laughs> it was called the New York Bagel Shop. There you go. <laughs> yeah, in Cassidy Square, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I believe the bagel shop near near my house in suburban Portland was called New York Bagel Boys. So uh-huh. there you go. Yep. All right. Anyway, but yeah, corned beef and mustard, especially mustard that's really nice and spicy and it's going to open up your your sinuses. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You've been thinking about that sinus thing a lot, huh? So much thought about my sinuses lately. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like the three the three uh, classic treatments for for sinus infection, (laughs) antibiotics, neti pot and corned beef. (laughs) Yeah, I, I love a corned beef sandwich. I, you know, I'm still really a big fan of Katz's delicatessen. Um, in New York. Have you been? I have not been in, I mean, since I was a kid. I I haven't been in ages. Not since the mid-90s, probably. And would you get corned beef on rye? I would get corned beef on club club bread. Oh, what's club bread? It's kind of the whiter one, because I'm not a big fan of caraway seeds. Oh, Um, you're such a bad Jew. I just feel like like rye with caraway seeds is like... I know. It's it's the bread bread of my people. Yeah. Let's walk away from this disgrace and try to try to cover it up with something else. <laughs> okay, and here's what we're going to cover it up with. I'm going to say my my first pick is a uh, torta. If I had to pick a specific torta, I would say probably like an al pastor torta. And so you know, I find that whenever I go to a restaurant that's you know a Mexican restaurant that offers tortas, I'm not inclined to buy them. I feel like I want like a like a taco instead. So tell me about the torta. Well, I mean, it's it's different from a taco because I feel like a taco is sort of like paired back. Yes. Um. To you know, like when I want to when I want a taco, I want like you know a street taco with like you know a couple of thin corn tortillas and a little bit of meat and like a little bit of chopped onion and a little salsa and maybe a slice of radish and a squeeze of lime and that's it. Right. And, okay. And I want to eat like it's several a, it's of about those. About minimalism and balance. Yeah. Maybe a several different flavors. Um. A torta is like a big sloppy mess. You know, it can have beans on it, lettuce and tomato. Um, it can have cheese on there, pickled jalapenos, uh, probably some salsa. It can have mayo. Um, is, the, is the bread part of the appeal? Do you like and, the bread for it? Yeah, the bread is part of the appeal. And it's like my favorite kind of sandwich bread on the whole, which is that it's not it's not crustic, as we like to say on the show, mm. but it doesn't fall apart and like disintegrate into nothing while yeah. you're eating the sandwich. It's really like a perfect middle ground between those. It's it's sturdy, but not like mouth destroying. Didn't we once go to a place in a building we did. on Broadway and eat tortas we together? We went to a place in a building. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> it was it was so messy in the best way. Yes. I seem to remember just like dripping mayonnaise. That place is out of business. Oh, bummer. But there are there are other places to get tortas. And like most taco trucks make tortas and they're great. So it's like it's so it's like a like a, a a taco that you can wear. It's a taco you <laughs> You can, I can wear any taco and frequently do. It's a taco you can take to go and like enjoy, you know, half an hour later and it's still good. Cool. Um, so, so Torta, that's, that's my number one. Okay. So I have a question. Yes. Do cheeseburgers count? Oh, that's a good question. I I, I I don't know. I I was thinking no. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me scratch that off my list. I mean, this is quickly, you know, if we get too deeply into that discussion, it's going to turn into um, the the sporkful again. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, (sighs) Definition of a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so I'm going to really pare it back here far more than a taco. And I'm going to say that one of my favorite sandwiches is peanut butter and jelly. I'm, nice. I'm I'm going to go there. And I'm also going to say that I don't want any of this like expensive highfalutin peanut butter. I don't want like the artisan peanut butter. I don't want I don't want almond butter. Am I chewing loudly enough for you? I can't even hear it really. Oh wow. Uh, maybe it's because of my sinuses. All right. Anyway, I want either something really trashy like like Jif or Skippy. Yep. And, or I want like Adam's peanut butter. And I want a raspberry jam or a strawberry jam. And I want it maybe on sort of trashy whole wheat bread. So not grape jelly. No, I don't want grape jelly. But I mean, I would take the grape jelly. I would not turn it away. I would take it if I had to. I would tell a grape jelly to hit the road. How do you feel about... So when I make a peanut butter sandwich, I think it's really important to take the peanut butter and the jelly all the way out to the edge of the bread. I do not understand people who just sort of like smear some in the middle and they're done. No, no, no. Every bite should have a good amount of peanut butter and jelly. Almost like... I would say like a two to one ratio, two times the peanut butter to the jelly. Did you ever have in school an assignment where you had to write a recipe for making a peanut butter and jelly? I don't think so. Oh, this was a thing we did in school. Um, and, and then Iris did it in school also, um, like to learn how how to like describe things like specifically and accurately or something, or maybe just to, to humiliate kids. Because the way we did it when I was in school was... Um, Kids wrote up their their peanut butter and jelly recipes, and then the teacher tried to follow the recipes, and uh, you know, like smashed bread that and jelly and stuff all over the place. Yeah, it was hilarious. Except for the kid whose recipe was was getting uh, demoed, and and that kid was humiliated and scarred for life. That sounds like the best day of class. I mean, if, as long as you're not that kid, as yeah, long as you're then, the other like nineteen kids. And for some reason, we had to lick the teacher's fingers clean. I don't know Ooh, what that was about. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't really happen. Um, I don't think. It reminds me of this teacher I had in college <laughs> oh, who, boy. who used to, um, while we were sitting in class, he would clip his fingernails under the table. Gross. Isn't that, I mean, like. That's so gross. I know. Did he have. T- <laughs> and I don't even, you know, have like issues with fingernail. I know some people are totally grossed out by fingernail clippings, but still, I found this to be revolting. Are, are you trying to make an argument against tenure? Is that what this is about? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, anyway, go on. Your turn. Oh, man, if I if I had tenure, I would abuse it in so many different ways. Would you make your students lick things off your fingers? I, just, that would be, that would just be like, like before breakfast. Well, after breakfast. Before breakfast, I wouldn't really have anything on my fingers to lick off. <laughs> so, 
I'll, I'll be thinking about like other <laughs> other ways I'm going to um, abuse the privilege of of being a college professor. But uh, but first, let me tell you about my next sandwich, great. which uh, we already devoted a whole episode to. So I'm not going to go into great detail on it. But uh, I would definitely say a bon me is one of my three top mm, picks. God, I didn't even think of that. I'm um, so glad that you're my co-host. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's great to have you back. Thanks. Among the living. So a bon. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, brain just went tilted to one side, and now it's back. The the thing I like about a banh mi, you know, it's it is so similar in so many ways to a lot of other sandwiches. You know, it's a it's a sandwich made with with a roll and some and some meat and vegetables on it, like any sandwich. But it's so much more refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not it's not stuffed with meat, and it's uh, and the vegetables are are nicely pickled, and there's cilantro for freshness, and it's a little bit spicy, and there's, and there's a little just a little bit of like mayo, yeah, like, you know, just enough to make it kind of juicy. It's it's sort of the sandwich equivalent of a taco to me. I think that I, I'll buy that. Do you do you like sort of a like a grilled pork kind of a pork pate kind of thing? What do you what do you like? The grilled pork is my favorite. I I often enjoy the tofu and uh, I do like the, the tofu. He likes the tofu. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of? Have you tried the tofu? Mm-hmm. I, I heard about it on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> go on yeah i uh and i i like all the ones you mentioned i like the pork pate also but but the grilled pork is definitely my favorite and i like something i like about the grilled pork in particular is that it has a not contradiction juxtaposition of uh hot and cold ingredients mm, yeah yeah i like that yeah i like that too next sandwich uh, is a sandwich I've only ever eaten once, actually. Wow. Um, It is from a cafe in Brooklyn called Salty. You've probably heard of it. They have a cookbook. I don't own the cookbook. If anybody wants to send it to me, God, I would love to have it. Um, It's almost Christmas. It, it sounded like you, you were you were saying, I don't own the cookbook. Like, who would own such a thing? Well, no, it's just that I keep forgetting that I want it. And what's the sandwich? The, uh, great. Okay. So the sandwich is called the Scuttlebutt, which is also a great name for oh, a sandwich. It's great. I mean, isn't that great? Okay. So let me tell you about it. So it's on this like focaccia that they make in house. They split it, put stuff in it. Uh, it's got hard boiled egg, feta, black olives, capers, pickles, and like a uh, smoked paprika aioli. Wow. So it's like salty and creamy and messy and tangy and I seem to recall, maybe I'm crazy, but I could swear when I had it, the pickles were pickled beets. So it was just awesome. I w- would not like that sandwich. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why like, not? It's um, partly because of the hard-boiled egg, which I don't oh, like. Oh, um, I you know, it's this about you. And also it's like, it's got a lot of like those uh, salty Mediterranean ingredients that I'm not too into. You're not into salty Mediterranean ingredients? Not so much. Did I know this about you? I don't know, like capers, olives, sun-dried tomatoes. I don't love any of them. I don't hate any of them either, but like I'm never going to go out of my way to get those things. Huh, okay, okay, well, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not I'm not saying this like this is a show about like, you know, how, how one of us names a sandwich and the other one says what's wrong with that sandwich. I'm just saying like I've... Uh, I, I I love that you love that sandwich, but I can't get on board with it. Okay. You know, there's another sandwich that they make that's also really good. And I was about to say that I think you'd like it. But on second thought, I think you won't. Well, I want to hear about it. It's called, Does it have a funny name? It's called The Captain's Daughter. Oh, oh. Aren't, I, aren't these great? I um, would absolutely eat The Captain's Daughter. Oh, me too. <laughs> and I also want to hear about the sandwich. Uh, sardines. Yeah? Pickled egg and salsa verde. 
Now I know you're not gonna like the pickled egg part, but like I've never had a pickled, pickled egg. egg and salsa verde. Okay, un- I I would absolutely try that sandwich, and I might like it. Other than the other one, which I know I wouldn't like. Okay, great, fine. Anyway, that is what I'm gonna gonna. Get. It's just a brilliant combination. It's like yeah. Okay, so I I see I see a perfect segue from from your sandwich into my final sandwich, which is the one I made today. Oh, so good. Um, because you said uh, that uh, the sandwich, the sandwich that I was that I was dissing is called the scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think the word butt is really funny. I know, I know, I'm I'm alone in this. <laughs> Do you know what other word I think is really funny? Yeah, let's hear it. Poop. Yeah, totally. So uh, whenever whenever we're out of buttermilk and I need to put it on the shopping list, I <laughs> but, always write butt milk <laughs> on the shopping list, and oh. I I think this is funny every single time. You know what I can't stand? Have you heard of this? product um it's like a, i think like a protein drink called muscle milk oh yes oh my god Isn't every that, time i hear that it makes me want to barf disgusting term oh, oh my god i picture somebody like wringing out a oh. muscle like a like a you could wring out a washcloth yeah oh my god okay yeah anyway. yeah just like drip dripping like white milky stuff okay go on okay so um uh, the the transition to this to this sandwich is that I was at uh, the store earlier buying ingredients to make the sandwich, and I wanted uh, butter lettuce, also known as Boston lettuce. <laughs> and I was lettuce. using the self checkout, yes, where you can where you can type like the beginning of the name of the produce and then hit the button and it rings it up for you. And I and I typed butt, but it didn't have butt butter lettuce. It only called it Boston lettuce, and I was really disappointed. Oh, and I'm going to complain to the QFC. Gosh. I'm sorry, Matthew. So, now tell us about the sandwich. Okay, this is the uh, uh, spicy fried catfish sandwich. It is directly inspired by um, the the fried catfish sandwich that they serve at Matt's in the Market in Seattle, and uh, it is uh, some cornmeal crusted fried catfish, chipotle mayonnaise, a uh, leaf of butter or Boston lettuce, but I prefer to think of it as butt lettuce. Um, <laughs> on like kind of. A, a a mid-range uh sandwich bread. Like not not like a, a wonder bread, but not a super rustic bread either, but like a sliced bread. Will you put the recipe for it on Absolutely. the website? Because it was so good. You you I think it's important to put the mayonnaise on both sides of the bread. Absolutely, yes. And it's a little drippy, but not too much. The catfish stays really moist. I, I feel like it's like it's a wonderful sandwich. Thank you. I'm glad it came out so nicely. The chipotle mayonnaise is from Nancy Silverton's book Twist of the Wrist, uh, which is a really fun book. It's all about I've cooking heard good with things canned about that stuff. Book. Cool. Um, yeah, it's this really tasty chipotle mayonnaise that uh, comes together in a couple minutes, and it's just um, you know jarred mayonnaise, uh, chipotles from a can, lemon juice, garlic, cilantro, uh, salt. It was delicious. Okay, cool. I can't wait to have this recipe. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to finish mine off after we finish this show. Are there any are there any sandwiches that that you feel like just uh didn't quite make the top 3 but you feel like you really want to mention? I feel dumb mentioning this sandwich because it's so simple and I've mentioned it before and you laughed at me. Oh, is this the one with the ca- the car- shredded yes, carrots? But it's super satisfying. Like if but you I- have some really good kind of you know high uh, like like the sandwich bread you would use for your catfish sandwich mm-hmm. okay so high octane sandwich bread. Uh, high octane sandwich bread and a really good sharp cheddar like i like the the extra sharp like vintage white tillamook yeah. one and then a really great carrot that's like really bright and sweet and fresh grating that carrot grating like an equal amount of cheese and putting those two things on the bread i am here to tell you it's so much more delicious than you would think you could put mayo on it too you could put a little mustard most of the time, I like it just plain. Okay. I'm, I know it sounds like 
a hippie-ish as all get out. You mentioned this it twice is. now, and it still sounds ridiculous, but I will try it. It's really good. Make me, make me try it on the show sometime. Okay. How about that? Okay, but I'm afraid you won't like it, and then I'll be sad. I think I will like it. Okay. You know, I mean, you would have it on a day when you don't have much in the house, but you always have these things around. Yeah. And it's just super satisfying. The combination of the sweet, crunchy carrot and the like rich, tangy cheese, it's really good. The, uh, uh <laughs> um, I almost remember how to do this show. Can I just say after that, after that cheddar cheese episode, uh, there was so much leftover cheddar cheese in my fridge. I was eating cheese three times a day for like two weeks. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. I just blew my nose. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good thing. While talking to Matthew, stuff just came out of my nose. I didn't see it. Thank God. Okay. Um, <laughs> what color was it? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So we should probably pack it in now before anything else goes flying. Uh, you can find uh, us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we will post the recipe for a spicy catfish sandwich. Mm, you can also find us on facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Oh, yeah. You can find us on iTunes at itunes.com. Just click on the iTunes yeah. and, and that's where we'll be. And you can leave us a review. Yeah. Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Oh, by the way. If you heard our announcement about our live show, that show is sold out, uh, but I promise we will do another one. So if you couldn't get tickets to this one, we will give you another opportunity. I don't think we're actually taking the show on the road yet, but we will do another show in Seattle. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, Captains Hide Your Daughters. (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. I can tell you, though, my mucus is clear as of today. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.